Welcome. You have joined us for another episode of Greetings Adventurers Leviathan. Hi, I'm Nika Howard. My pronouns are she, her, and I'm playing FaZe. Hey, I'm Mike Bachman, and my pronouns are he, him. I play Peckwing Blackfeather. Hi, my name is Fred Greenleaf, and my pronouns are he, him, and I am your game master. Hi, everyone. I'm Jennifer Cheek, and my pronouns are she, her. I'm playing Briar. Hey, everybody. It's great to be here. Thanks for having me. I'm Tim Lanning, and my pronouns are he, him, and I play Time That Erodes Young Love. I'm Michael DeMauro, and my pronouns are he, him, and I'm playing Daggy Chukas. Previously on Greetings Adventurers Leviathan. <laughs> we need to continue on deeper within whatever this is, right? Bennett's in a full tracksuit and like starting position. Uh, what would he take fall damage? Well, it depends. I, I would assume his tracksuit is magical, so yeah, probably has some kind of properties there. But why would you assume that? Yeah, that's say You know what? That's safe to assume. You have to tell him no. There are two people sitting at the table at the far end. I want you to tell me about a family member that you either have lost and or possibly have been estranged from. Do you mean in real life or in game? (laughs) (laughs) Everything starts to go wrong. The the turkey starts to kind of rot and mold amongst your eyes. Maggots just filling the cavities of the food and the drink. The wood starts to age and go dark. The walls are starting to go dark. And Faze standing in front of you, you see chains burst out of the darkness and strike her body and she is lifted up into the air as she is suspended on barbed chains. Bennett, you fool! This isn't romantic at all! So at this point, the devilish-looking creature uh, will take its action. Wicked, barbed, chains, grapple uh, Vendrian and tear it apart as it separates, ripping Vendrian's wings and body in two. Interestingly enough, you can see that there are these, what look like four marks or holes on their face. Um, They look like maybe puncture wounds. You're not so sure. You see what looks like a very wild-eyed looking dwarf come out uh, from behind one of the chairs. Gorman goes... Rango, is that you? We start the scene with the torn apart body of Vendrian lying on the ground, blood pooling. The dwarf standing next to it, who was formerly called Rango by Gorman, the dwarf that is uh, joining your party, has a dagger in his hand and is brandishing it towards time, telling time to stay back. We all kind of want... Just at different points in our lives, want time to stay back. You know. Oh really? damn! It's so oh true. damn! I never thought of it that way. Mm. Uh, get your dude before I uh, shoot him. At that point, uh, Gorman calls out to Rango, and recognition uh, shows up in Rango's eyes. He drops the dagger that's in his hand and just pitches forward uh, and blacks out as he drops unconscious on the ground. Huh. I handled that quite well, I think. Gorman comes up, uh, picks up Rango's body and starts dragging it back towards Shaw and where the currently sleeping Beller is at and uh, goes, okay, uh, I think we should maybe take a rest for a little bit. I don't know what 
Ringo's condition is, is and uh, Beller's not looking too great as well. Um, also, I think we need to look at this knife. I mean, it's possible that he was possessed or something with it, right? It seems like everyone that went down into these tunnels lost their wits and uh, something terrible must have happened to them. So it, it could just be the stress of being down here. Or it's cursed. What if everyone who went down here to kill the people that they were with initially? I mean, this seems like a pretty secluded place. Oh, shit. I don't know. What if you planted one of those beans and a, a land shark came out and scared him and he ran away? And then maybe he hit his head really hard and uh-huh. maybe he blacked out and then... Or the knife is just cursed. I mean, you guys have never seen a cursed knife before? Time you've definitely seen a cursed knife. I've seen many cursed knives. Yes. If we were to use the knife to cut one of the beans in two, and we planted the two halves, would two smaller land sharks come out? No one is allowed to touch the bean bag until (laughs) I get done investigating it, okay? Uh, I still have it. I thought you gave it to me. No, no, absolutely not. I would never. No, you gave me the bag, but you joked about keeping the beans. Yes, I joked. No, that was not a joke, my friend. I kept the beans. Okay, okay, okay. This bag here. Wait a minute. It's filled with teeth. (laughs) (laughs) I smile a toothless grin. And they're mine. (laughs) And they're fucked up bird teeth. That bird doesn't have a teeth. That's bad. (laughs) And that's how birds came to not have teeth in the real world. Wow. Damn. Oh, my gosh. This has all been a fable. Yeah. End of campaign. Beautiful story. Damn. Well, uh, this this area is disgusting. I don't want to rest in here, but uh, and then he grabs a bowl of some goo and throws the goo on the ground and, and grabs like a plate and he gets on the ground and scoops up Vindrian's parts in the bowl and shakes it. Like, I gotta do something about this. So, uh, do you want a vial? Maybe. Sure. Do you stay in this room or do you choose a different room? Ah. Uh. This room does contain rotting food. Yeah. Yeah, probably. I. Oh, yeah. This room has very bad vibes. I think we should leave this room. The only two other things I'm going to comment is there are two zombie-esque humanoids chained to chairs. And Ooh. also the black and gold item that originally summoned the devil is still present. Should we take that? Yeah, I think we need to just do a whole, like, scan. Yeah, maybe we need to do a post-battle scan. A real deep clean. Pre-rest scan. I feel like that we need time to do, like, I imagine you're doing arcana checks, but it's like a laser, like, you're like scanning it (laughs) with your eyes. I do have fucked up eyes. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. 
Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Frederick, I would like to cast Detect Magic. Excellent. Ooh. Yeah. So as you cast Detect Magic and you survey the room, you can see that the gold and black box does emit a small amount of magic glowing off of it. The dagger that was dropped to the ground does not glow with any magic. Um, And then various items on the party members glow brightly, relaying information on how much magical items everybody is carrying. I think we have to go back to my idea. It's not the dagger. Splitting bean? I kind of forget what yours was. Was it that he ran from a shark and bonked his head? Right, right. <laughs> Fair. Well, I mean, can we... What are we supposed to do about these guys? And Bird gestures to the, the zombie. Gorman, are, uh, do you know these people? I mean, they're humans, but I assume you employ more than just dwarves. Are they, are they like zombies, though? <laughs> they're zombie-like, yeah. So you you don't know, but they obviously aren't responding in traditional humanoid senses. They're kind of following movement. They're gnashing against the chains. Classic zombie uh, characteristics. Classic zombie. Are we wanting to make sure that like they don't follow us or something? They are currently tied up with metal chains to a chair. Like, do we want to put them out of their misery? What's our end game with getting more info? Like, they have like, can we talk to? Them? I want to go over and talk to them. I'm gonna poke it with a stick in the shoulder, just a little, not <laughs> me with a stick. It responds in the sense that it is responding to that kind of sensory feeling. It's moving towards you, but they're chained, so they can't really do anything to you. But they are moving, although not showing true senses of life um the the only other thing i'll comment is that you do notice on their face there are four puncture holes on each of these two zombie-esque creatures um that you noticed uh prior uh i point at uh one of them and i'm casting speak with dead oh fred uh, you grant a semblance so cool. of life and intelligence to a corpse of your choice. I assume this would work on a zombie. Unsure how that works. Uh, allow it to answer the questions you pose. The corpse must still have a mouth and can't be undead. Fuck! <laughs> Curse me for not reading. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess if you kill it and then remove the chain from his mouth, then could you technically? It depends, really. Depends on what? Well, he probably wouldn't. Know. I don't know. It depends if his brain probably rotted. 
I don't know. I, it was his 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 ghost hasn't been with him for too too long. What if I heal him? Would he come back to life? But if they could come back, it feels bad to just kill him. Like it almost feels like you have to kind of try. But I also don't want to waste spell slots on zombies. There's no way to bring them back. Just stab them. Well, also too, I do want to point out that spells like revivify and raise the dead do have very high costs associated right. to them. So it wouldn't just be a simple matter of sleeping. It's like you're gonna use a 500 gold piece crystal that you might have one or two of, you know. So Daggy starts hitting one in the head with his stick. <laughs> Daggy's got it with skilled ease. Your stick kind of cracks uh, this person in the head and it goes limp. All right, there you go. All right, we just have to give him a good skull bashing. Everybody take one. <laughs> there is still one left. <laughs> so we all take the same one. <laughs> oh my God. Really a team bonding experience. So in the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie, they do like the thing where they all turn their shells to the to the one enemy and then they back up into them and like squish them. Oh. And we'd all do something similar. What if that's our crew move? We'll call him the super squisher. I'm not doing that. Briar goes up and just stabs a zombie in the top of the head with a dagger. Immediately uh, incapacitates this zombie, it goes inert, and uh, is no longer moving. Sure, if you want to do it the easy way. <laughs> well, how are you going to do it? <laughs> I thought we could plant a bean in one. <gasps> Pegwings constructed an elaborate Rube Goldberg machine and was just about to push the first domino. <laughs> Damn it. He's so pissed right now. <laughs> Knocks over all the rotten grapes he has. The box is still on the table, you said? Yes. I, I cast Mage Hand to pick it up, and I put it into, it probably has some sort of, I don't know, cloth sack. Mm. Um, dainty. Anyone got a Crown Royal bag? Yeah, it's, it literally looks like a Crown Royal bag. <laughs> it's kind of like faded and stuff like that. You got an empty bean bag. I do have it, I'm, but I'm nervous <laughs> that it's, uh, the bag is magical, not the beans. Put it in with the teeth. <laughs> yes. What What are our healing options right now? Because I'm kind of low. Uh, well, if we take a short oh. rest, we can use yeah. our motherfucking um, hit dice. Yeah. Yeah, we should definitely do a short rest, I feel like. Yeah, and I, and I get my superiority dice back. We can do a sleep with our sleep with the dead. We can do a <laughs> speak to dead now, right? You could definitely try, yes. Uh, yeah. And if we're going to do a rest. Yeah, I'm a little more like, I don't give a fuck. I cast it. Uh, this might not work. They may have been it, dead for too long. Uh, it fails if they've been dead for longer than 10 days. Um, mm. Yeah. Okay. You cast it upon uh, one of the two zombies that are sitting or chained to the chair. Immediately, it starts to move around a lot more coherent. Uh, it looks around uh, rather frightened uh, and is in a state of panic. Hello, little guy. <laughs> Bennett looks pissed. <laughs> it grunts through the steel chain in its mouth. I, I cast Mage Hand oh, and I uh, uh, remove his gag. Is there a lot of um, resistance there? No, you're able to move the chain easily enough. Hello, friend. How are you today? Fuck. What? What's going on? What? What happened? Oh, you unfortunately died and apparently were turned into some sort of undead abomination. Sucks for you, my friend. Oh my god. That's right. It's starting to come back. Uh, Tell me, what was the last thing you remember? Well, the last thing I remember was this horrible creature. It was 
it was eating my brain, my mind. I, I don't know. Um, I was just at home in town and I woke up here. I have no idea how it is that I came here. And then they just started chasing me. Which town? Uh, the town of Steckley. Steckley. Right, so we got a bit of a face sucker sort of situation on our hands? Ah, uh, I don't know. Um, it came so quickly. These things were chasing me, and then I was trapped in a corner, and this thing glided out towards me, and just. I was stunned. Yes, well, uh, we fought some sort of beastie. Uh, uh, Do you know, and I point to the box, do you know what that is? Have you seen this before? Uh, No, I'm just a plain old turnip farmer. Mm. Uh, So, uh, they said that uh, some sort of creature ate their brains and now he's um, here. He doesn't remember how he got here. What else do we want to ask? For what he's given us so far, he's just a guy. But like, but why was he's just a dude that this? got killed? Like, because either there's something about him that he doesn't realize they like need something from him yeah. or he's special, or he just got unlucky and it's just like hitting people at random. Oh, I don't think he's special. Was there any, uh, uh, and I, I kind of lift up the, ca- the, uh, uh, uh broken, um, cantaloupe head of the other person. Sorry, this is a bit graphic, but do you, re- do you can you recognize this person? I assume this, we're talking, this guy has a dagger in his head. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> That's actually sticking out of the top. Yes, this was another person who was, I guess, brought here like I was. We don't know for what purpose, but we were being hunted, and I guess they also befell the same fate. So you don't know anything, you didn't hear anything when you were brought down to wherever this place is. Even how you got in, because you are in a very weird area that no one has ever uh, been to before. Well, That is correct. I don't have any memory of how I got here. One moment I was waiting for Sunday to sell my turnips, and then... I woke up on a stone slab, and then these masked figures started chasing me. Okay. Uh, Masked figures, you said? Yeah. Is it like mine? Similar, yes. I doubt that. Are you with them? I don't know what you're talking- I don't know who they are, but I doubt it. Did they mention the sanguine sundries at all? I don't know what that is. Of course. All right, you're no helpful. Goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) Because are we hearing time- like what time is saying to the zombie? I think you hear it. How does it work? You can hear everything. Okay, okay. Oh, damn. But it would only it should only respond to me because I'm its undead master. Right, right. Pe- Pegwing is preparing for uh, for some zombie bashing by wrapping barbed wire around both of his pegs. Bennett is revving a very tiny chainsaw. <laughs> <laughs> you guys can go at it. I don't need his mouth anymore. <laughs> I mean, he's dead. So what else do you? Why, why else would you want to do something to it? Uh, he wants to bash him. I just back up to him, like like these are the pegs, and I back up, and I just. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's gross. That's like a, that's definitely a Mortal Kombat. Yeah, yes. Gorman starts to clear off the table and uh, starts to unchain the dead bodies. He seems to be tidying up this room for some reason, and Shaw approaches you and goes, "I really think we should." Uh, take a little bit of a rest here before we move on. Uh, our fellows, 
Beller and Ringo, uh, they don't seem to be doing too well. Um, it's also uh, time for, uh, you know, a poop. Time for sup. I have to piss. <laughs> right after supper, you got to go take a poop, and then hopefully the dishes are done when you get out. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Just in time for second supper. <laughs> Your family's so sexist. No, we're smart. We all poop. <laughs> and that it's just a, a cold war of pooping. <laughs> right. Well, what are we gonna do with these bodies? Uh, burn them. Right, I think you just leave them, right? I mean, like, you know, they're dead. Well, I don't want to take a nap with a zombie corpse. Do you want to put a blanket over it? Yeah, we have this uh, a table setting. It's disgusting, but we can... Yeah, I mean, it's pretty fucking gross in this room in general. Can we shove them in the corner and put the table, like, in front of it to block it? Sure. Yeah, because, like, I'm assuming this room, is there, like, another door that we haven't gone through to, like, more area we haven't explored yeah, yet? Or do we yeah. go back out to a, a hall? Because there's, like, a explicitly there's a door at the end, right? Where he, the, this dude came out of? In this room? No. It's 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 like a mess hall, so there aren't any other doors. Where did Ring- so it's just a dead end. Where did Ringo come from? He was hiding behind the two chairs. You had seen motion. Wow. And he hid behind the chairs because he didn't know who you were, and then everything happened, and then he came out. Um, I kind of feel like we should leave this room. I think it's got bad vibes. It's and it stinks. I mean, if we just want to clean it up, it's not then it's first time disposing of a body. <laughs> Well, do you want to go to one of these other rooms, continue on, or stay here? I, I'm going to go to the bathroom around the corner. Bye. <laughs> you know, like, he really didn't have to say he was peeing so many times. <laughs> I have diarrhea. Kind of weird. <laughs> Pegwing is just going to perch, so he's okay taking the short rest here. Okay. Briar is going to go back towards the door that we came in, but, like, sit beside it. Like, as far away from the table situation as possible while still being in this room. Probably also, like, board up the doors so nothing else can get into it. Like, theoretically, we know that this is a safe room. Like, right now while we're in it? Or? Well, just while we're resting. Like, just, like. Yeah. Yeah, like you're saying before. Sit by the doors. Yeah. We just flip a table over and put it. I am not in the room, but uh, I will ask you politely to move it back. Like, hello, please let me in. (laughs) Uh, uh, Fred, around the corner, I take out bloody rags and I go. So you start to essentially stuff the handkerchief into your mouth as you try to absorb as much of Faze's blood uh, into your mouth. Uh, You feel (laughs) slightly satiated, although Uh, it is definitely not going to be enough to curb the hunger. Shit, this is going to be a long day. Does he know that I haven't eaten anything but gummy bears in the past three days? He does now! (laughs) Let's barricade this room and, and take a nap. I guess I come back yeah. in as you guys are doing that. Oh. We're like about to seal over it up. There. Gross, dude. Not necessary. Can Briar do a perception check on time? <laughs> I'm acting weird. It would have to be probably an insight check if if unless you're looking for like clues on what the activity he was performing Got outside it. Okay. the room was. Yeah, let's I'll I'll try an insight. Mine's not super high, but I'll try. 13. <laughs> you do notice that time is acting oddly. Um, normally, he wouldn't okay. announce his bathroom breaks, even, <laughs> yeah. you know, if it's just the two of you. Yeah. So more just like, I don't really know what's going on, but I'm like, I'm, I'm keeping my eye. Briar will remember this. So each of you will spend the next hour 
preparing spells, healing yourself, taking a rest, eating food, uh, or possibly going to the bathroom. <laughs> and um, at this point, go ahead and uh, take whatever hit dice you would like. Uh, I hate to be a bother, but can I have two hours, please, 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 please? And I slop my, my ball around. I got to bring him back. Wait, you need to do what? It, it's going to take me an hour to put Vendrian back together. Oh. Yeah. I mean, yeah. He, he's pretty useful, so I feel like it's a good idea. Right? Yeah. Sure. I already missed a little bugger. Yeah, he's pretty cute, actually. I'll spend the time working on me juggling. <laughs> Can I fight with Bennett with, like, a little tiny stick or something <laughs> during the extra hour we have? Oh, he would love that. Versus his chainsaw? Yeah. <laughs> I want to give him, like, log-sized things and, like, hold it up so he can, like, really, like, get into it. Maybe he starts doing, like, chainsaw art. I don't want to, like, do anything with Bachman's character, you know? Just... No, no, this is fine. <laughs> Please. Build, build him a tiny house out of toothpicks. It's fine. <gasps> a fairy house with a little garden and everything. Oh, my God. Don't call him a fairy, though. <laughs> no, 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 no. I just meant for reference for people listening, like the little, like I would go to ye old Michael's and buy him a little fairy house with like a little toadstool. Briar goes to watch Pegwing practice juggling. He's trying to do it with his peg, so it's not going well. <laughs> and would I be wrong in assuming that Daggy would probably also be into watching this? Oh, yeah. I don't know, Briar and Daggy are just like, Yay! <laughs> Sitting on the ground, <laughs> watching <laughs> Pegwing just absolutely beef it on juggling. <laughs> I could do this this morning! <laughs> Dude, I believe in you. You can do it. So as two hours pass and you are distracted by various activities that are going on, Faze and Bennett sparring, Pegwing's juggling show, Time is able to cast his spell to retrieve Vendrian during this time. And most of you who are going to use hit dice can regain those as well. Hell yeah. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, everybody. Bachman here. And hey, I get it. Erectile dysfunction is a sensitive topic. And it's difficult visiting a doctor to talk about it because if you go outside, everyone will see you're not hard. Thankfully, through hymns, you can get treated for ED without stepping foot outside your door. Hims is changing men's health care by providing access to affordable sexual health treatments from the comfort of your couch. Hims provides access to doctor-trusted ED treatment options such as chewable hard mints, 
brand name treatments, or generic alternatives for up to 95% cheaper. Answer a series of questions on their site, and a medical provider will determine the right treatment option. If prescribed, your medication ships to you for free. No insurance needed. The process is simple and online, so you can skip all the hard stuff. Save that for your pants. Start your free online visit today at hymns.com slash greetings. That's H-I-M-S dot com slash greetings for your personal ED treatment options. Hymns.com slash greetings. Let's get hard together. Hard mints are chewable compounded products which are not approved or verified for safety or effectiveness by the FDA. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Feeling like you're stuck, can't breathe, or that you could explode at any moment? Life is stressful. And whenever it becomes too much to carry, lighten the load with therapy. Recently, I've had life throw a lot at me, and instead of bottling it up like I normally do and keeping it to myself, I started therapy, and now that weight feels lifted off my chest. If you think it's time to let therapy do the heavy lifting, reach out to BetterHelp. It's entirely online, so it's therapy that's convenient, flexible, and perfectly suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and then you're free to message, video, or phone call your therapist whenever you need. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash dragons to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash dragons. So as Daggy and Briar applaud Pegwing on his juggling performance, you hear a sound of stone grating against stone on the far end of the room. What seems like a secret passageway opens up and a figure stands in the doorway. Um, what? If I could have everybody take off their headphones except for Jennifer. (gasps) Briar, you have been falling for what seems like endless moments until you find yourself splattering a large pile of some type of wet material. It splatters all over you and you are seemingly doused in this liquid. It is currently dark, but uh, as you start to rub the liquid out of your eyes, you can see around yourself uh, through your dark vision. Do you have dark vision? I do, yeah. You find yourself on top of what seems like a pile of bodies, and you can only assume that the liquid that is currently covering the entirety of your body must be the blood and ichor of these bodies rotting underneath you. Gnarly. Oh, that's gross. (laughs) You figure that you must have fallen through some type of pit trap or disposal unit and you fell upon this mound. And as you start to kind of get uh, a sense of your bearings and your surroundings, a creature comes out of the shadow. The creature is cloaked and gets closer and closer to you as if seemingly just gliding effortlessly towards you instead of taking steps. Your dark vision starts to tell details upon this creature's face. And at first you're taken aback, but you realize that you're looking upon a creature that has four tentacles instead of a mouth. Within your mind, you hear a voice 
And although this voice is not utilizing a mouth to speak, you hear it nonetheless. Oh, a life one. Fast under my life if I take a little snack. Immediately, you're assaulted by what you can only imagine is psychic wave energy, and you are going to need to roll an intelligence saving throw. Ooh, okay. Okay, so I had a, I had a d4 for my saving throw. Okay. Scared. 24 total. Oh, wow. Yeah, because I rolled an 18, and then I had the plus d4. So at first you are taken aback by this mental barrage that is assaulting your mind, uh, but you're able to kind of grit your teeth and push it off to the side and you have control of your body. You look around frantically as you and this soul figure is in this room. What do you do? Oh, shit. Okay. So, so I'm, so I'm in a pile of bodies and I fell down. Is there like any, uh, like exit at all? Or is it just up? There is pro- uh, what looks like a hallway that is behind this creature. He is about uh, 10 feet from you, and the hallway is about 20 feet behind it. And that looks like the only way out other than what you would assume was the opening uh, in the ceiling above you that you fell through. So he's in between me and the door. So it's either do- go through him or try to climb up, which is probably a bad idea. I think I'm going to have to attack him. Okay. When you go for your rapier, your rapier is no longer within your possession. Shit. <laughs> it must have fallen when you had fallen. And book. And you do see a book that is on the ground. Okay. Is he moving at all or just like watching me doing? Yeah, I, I believe he's kind of toying with you. Uh, okay. Surprised that you're able to resist the mental barrage. And I see the book on the ground. Does it look like the book that I saw before? Yes, it is the very same diary that you had picked up. I'm gonna, gra- I'm gonna grab it. Okay. I'm gonna grab the book. Nothing per se happens when you pick up the book. Okay, so I pick up the book and I'm kind of looking at him. What do you, what do you want? I mean, you're, you're messing with me, but you're also not trying to kill me. I don't, I don't get it. <laughs> What's happening here? It starts to glide closer and says, "Well, well I like, do you like, like to play with my food before I eat?" And it is getting steadily closer to you. Oh, no. And before it is within five feet of you, you see a very thin piece of metal uh, come out from in between its four tentacles towards you. It kind of glints in the light a little bit. And you can see that he starts to twitch and he drops to the ground. And behind this creature... Uh, is a man holding your rapier. And he looks up and goes, well, that was lucky. I mean, you falling out of the sky and a weapon falling into my hands. What? What is happening right now? (laughs) Briar like looks at their hands and just like covered in like viscera. But I have the book. Sorry. Who, Who are you? Oh, of course. I'm sorry. My name's Weck, and uh, it seems like you've gotten yourself in a bit of a trouble just like me. Yeah, did you also fall down in this hole? Ah, <laughs> uh, well, not this hole particularly, but I woke up one morning after a long night in the tavern and found myself here in these halls. So, huh, because we just encountered a couple of people who, well, 
people, they were zombies, but it sounds like they also got brought here in a similar way. So how long have you been here? Oh, I don't know, a couple of days. It's been kind of confusing. There are all kinds of people chasing me and I've just been able to kind of make it work until I ran into you and whatever this thing is. Have they been have they been wearing masks? People with masks? Yes. Yes, they have. They have. We've been seeing the same thing. We got sit down here to try to recover people who'd gone down here and hadn't come back. So obviously something really messed up is happening here. And I mean, my friends are upstairs still. So, I mean, have you been able to get around in here anywhere or you've been stuck in the same place? Oh, I've, I have no idea how to get out. I've been just traveling endlessly. I've run into a couple of other people, but they unfortunately were taken by the masked people. Um, look, Shit. let's, uh, here, here's your weapon. And he hands you the weapon back. Thank you. Let's just go back where I came from and maybe we could find a different way. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think that's the only thing we can do. He makes a small noise, almost kind of like a, a yelp at that moment. And he looks down at his hand and he starts to like flick his hands and he's looking at a small cut uh, in between his like pinky and hand. He's like, I don't know what's going on, but this has been happening a lot lately. Don't don't mind it. It's just a, a paper cut or something and continues to walk. Okay. The two of you walk for several minutes. Um, you exchange very little words and you come across the hallway at which point you are able to locate this secret door and you this door slides open and the room opens up to the room that your companions are in and you are extremely excited to be back to where uh the rest of the group is um at this point i'm gonna go ahead and bring everybody back so as the secret stone door slides open and a figure stands in the doorway, FaZe is seemingly distracted and Bennett actually gets a cut on her hands with the chainsaw. The cut is right in between the pinky and the hand itself, a rather small cut, but it doesn't hurt as much as she was expecting it to. Before you, in the doorway, is Briar, covered in blood. <laughs> Definitely recognizable as Briar. What the fuck happened to you? Well, <laughs> uh, hey everyone, meet my new friend. <laughs> Briar sips aside and There's gestures. nobody there. Oh, you've lost it. Good. At that point, time, you feel a hot piercing pain shut out of the side of your gut as you look over Briar is stabbing you with her rapier, what? and you lose 17 points of damage. <laughs> Stop stabbing me, you fool! <laughs> you are fired! I, I'm gonna demote you for this! How does Briar react to this? Am I... Briar yourself or Briar next to time? So there are two Briars right now. There are two Briars now in this oh, room. Oh, I thought my friend Briar did it. Got it, got it, got it. There are two Briars. Yes. There is a blood-covered Briar in the secret doorway that opened up to this room. Yeah. And there is a Briar stabbing time with their rapier. Okay. Not the non-covered in gore. I don't know which Briar. one to shoot. <laughs> okay. So Briar myself, I'm like, 
what the fuck is happening right now? I'm uh, <laughs> Steph. I did. I didn't know that you can see me. I'm here. Yes. But I fell down in a hole. There was a guy there. He said he'd been trapped here. I guess actually, I'm, I guess I'm explaining myself, but active, the other briar is actively maybe is still there, right? Yes, that briar okay. is currently stabbing time several okay. times in the side with a rapier. <laughs> okay. I shoot it. Can I shoot this one? That one. The one that is stabbing you, of course. Yeah, let's go with the one stabbing me. Yeah, why don't you just shot the other one? I could just shoot both, there. just in no. case. Um, can Daggy cast insight on himself to see if this is a, a weird trip that he's on? Or yes, yes, you may. Sixteen. Although you are tripping balls right now, uh, you are sure that there are two factual briars. Uh, they are quite indistinguishable other than the fact that briar number two who entered into the doorway is currently covered in blood and viscera my lowest roll is a 12 my next but lowest roll is a 13 do those hit uh neither of those hit unfortunately um and my other two shots fred are like both over like 20 like well maybe even over 30 no that's not true 24 and like 25 both of those will hit okay and uh, push it back uh, 20 feet, and that's a total of 17 damage. Your Eldritch Blast uh, strikes Briar next to you incredibly hard, pulling both Briar and the Rapier away from you, pushing it back 20 feet. It strikes one of the walls. I scamper away, and from under my robes, I throw a little red guy at them. <laughs> that immediately turns invisible. Red guy? You just see a little red guy for a second. <laughs> Should Bennett be upset? <laughs> I was gonna really fuck with Bennett, but now I gotta do this. <laughs> so the first briar smacks against the wall uh, with a loud crunch. Ooh, I critted. Sorry. Um, I, I turned... I turned Ventrian into an imp, and uh, that's the little red guy. Ah. And I critted, even, and um, so that's a 25 to hit. Okay, that hits. And that's five piercing damage. Now can th- whatever the heck this is make a constitution saving throw? Uh, it rolls a 12. Ooh, okay, it fails. So you take an additional uh, 10 poison damage. Okay, is that it? That is it. Okay. Briar slumps up from the ground in a very odd way. It seems to have maybe broken some bones as it smacked up against the wall, and now its head is kind of turned around backwards. The arms and legs are moving in a way that makes you think that maybe it is uh, disjointed or just the limbs are out of its socket and it's still kind of pushing towards time uh, with a rapier and a a grisly smile on its face. I still don't know which one's which. Dude, I'm I'm covered in gore! And Briar runs towards other Briar. Briar, watch out! (laughs) (laughs) I, I I would like to try to stab the fucked up Briar with my rapier. Go ahead. Oh, they're fighting. Don't stab yourself, mate. You gotta love yourself. Shit. Shit. Shit, I wrote bad. Shit. <laughs> Fuck. Fifteen. Fifteen, unfortunately, does not hit. Would I have... Is, is time nearby? Would I have advantage? Yeah, unfortunately, it was pushed back. Oh, does the imp count? That's a great question. It is a creature. 
So, oh, it, it does. It does. We'll say it does because it has the opportunity to die. So. Ooh. Okay, that's better. That's a twenty-four. Oh my god. Twenty-four definitely hits. Yay. Okay. You need to roll that first. I agree. Uh, that's twenty-four damage. Wow. That yeah. is an, a, an incredible amount of damage. Uh, your rapier strikes true, and uh, you just pin the other briar on the ground. It's currently kind of clawing at you and grasping for air, and uh, the other briar goes, Why Why have you done this, briar? It's me, Nettle. What? what? What are you saying? What are you? I am your twin, Nettle. We grew up together. So I'm feeling that that's true, right? Am I feeling that that's true or is that? Not necessarily. So you you know your life and you never grew up with a twin, but you know that the passages you have read make it seem like it's true, but it's not, right? You did not experience having a twin. No, you, I, you are not my twin. I've never had a twin. I don't know who wrote that book. This is, this can't, no, this is not possible. Nettle immediately starts to pull herself up the rapier and Ew. grabs onto you and bites you on the neck. Ah! 15 versus armor class. Does not hit. Nice. You deflect uh, Nettle from biting, chomping into you. Uh, would anybody else like to make an action? Daggy, Pegwing, or Faze? Yeah, I want to, I don't know, punch it or something. Not punch it. Can I whack it? Beat it? Whap it. Do you have a whacking weapon? Yeah, I got a mace. Okay. <laughs> Hit it with a mace. Classic whacking weapon. I love to whack it. This is my beating stick. <laughs> and plus five, a 15. Unfortunately, a 15 does not hit. Stop rolling 15s, y'all. Are we trying to kill this thing? Uh, I don't know. I just wanted to whack it. No, it's not me you want to kill. It's that masked intruder over there. Watch out, it can hear players. <laughs> <laughs> so powerful. I do think that is a, 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 a decent question to ask as a peg wing in that instance. Okay, yeah, yeah, I did it. Why are you covered in blood? Who's your sister? I, I don't have a sibling. I, they're not, it's not real. I mean, but what if you do, but you were separated at birth, so that's why you don't remember. So... But this is a city no one's can I Can I insight on Briar? Yeah. I rolled a five. Two plus three, so five. (laughs) You have no idea which Briar is the real Briar. I'm so confused. (laughs) Show us your belly button, Briar. It's it's easier to kill the one that's already been stabbed, right? Yeah. Just just kill it. So so Briar kind of actually kind of like is just like overwhelmed. Like they like scramble back like away and like kind of like go against the wall. I know I did not have a sibling growing up. I was by myself. But when we got here, I found that book and now, okay, so do I have the book with me right now? Yes. See, the book is real. I wasn't crazy earlier. This is the book. And oh, your whole open. book. As you flip the book open, you release the rapier that is in your hand and Nettle immediately starts running backwards towards time to plunge time with the rapier that is coming out of its back. Ventria <laughs> uh, 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 takes an opportunity attack. Ooh, 22. That's a hit. Uh, five damage and another constitution saving throw. Uh, constitution saving throw is 18. I think that's successful. Yeah, it's successful. I, know. I think mine's 16. Uh, 
I think Daggy will take an action. Okay. can at some point. I would say you could take an action before Nettle reaches time as it kind of runs across your path. I, I cast uh, Heat Metal on the uh, rapier inside of Okay. Uh, Ew, bro. Inside of. I hate heat metal. That really is it's a fucked up spell. I, I every time I use it, I feel like I shouldn't be able to use it in the way that I yeah. Use it. Uh, choose a manufactured metal object, such as a metal weapon. Blah blah blah. Um, you cause the object to glow red hot. Any creature in physical contact with the object takes two d eight fire damage. Okay. How many casts the spell? Go ahead and roll two d eight fire damage. I would love to. Does this version make you drop the weapon? to like not take the damage you can chop the weapon that's why i always do it to armor um if creatures holding or wearing the object and takes damage from it the creature must succeed a constitution saving throw or drop the object if it can okay it doesn't drop the object it has disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks until the start of your next turn okay uh so eight damage okay it's not a concentration thing is it yep it is so the metal doesn't stay hot? Like, it doesn't say anything about taking damage on the next turn. Uh, you can use a bonus a- action on each subsequent turn to cause the damage again. Oh, okay. okay. Mm. Oh, sorry. It's 3d8. I- Go ahead. What's wrong with me? Ah, 16 instead of 8. So it's definitely looking worse for wear as parts of its body starts to singe uh, and, and blacken and crack because... It currently is impaled with a rapier and it has no ability to like, I mean, it could probably pull it out, but it's kind of mid run. Does it start um, melting its way down its body? Not yet, but possibly. So it'll actually plunge into Tim. It can attack players. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 fuck. oh, fuck. Why has no one made this horror movie? Okay. Here I go! <laughs> what would you guys do if I cut my eye out on stream? Don't do that. That would be really metal. Please don't do your eye, but like, if you wanted to do something else, just don't fuck with your eyes or teeth, because that would be too much for me. Yeah, and, and I agree. stab anything else you want. <laughs> not Jennifer. <laughs> yeah, not me. Or the cats. So you're attacking me or something? Yep. The lower of the two rolls from disadvantage is 18 to your armor class. You B-word. That hits me. Okay, so you're going to take... Does he take... Damage from the red hot rapier. Yes. Oh my god. Yes. So you take seven points of damage, and then Thrifty, you can roll 3d8, please. No, that's not fair. I guess I am wearing it, but. Oh, I'm so sorry. I rolled like shit. So seven total. I cast um, Hellish Rebuke. So in a loud voice, I point my finger at this, at the back, turned around head, and like, get away from me! They need to make a dexterity saving throw. Okay. Uh, that's an 11. Okay, you fail. So that's another 2d10. Uh, 14 fire damage. As you rebuke this briar or nettle, uh, hellishly, uh, it starts to erupt into flame as the fire courses over its body. And what seemingly looked like Briar at once was now turning into what looks like pages that are burning up into flame as uh, this creature reaches out to Briar. Briar, this isn't the end of us. We'll always be together. And it crisps away into nothing. The uh, 
red-hot rapier drops to the ground with a resounding clang. Do I still have the book? Yes, you do. And is everything, I open it, is everything still there the way it was? It is, yes. And even the passages beyond it from the time that you've spent here has been written into the journal. You don't feel like there's any ill effect coming from you reading the book currently as if to summon another briar. But it's been added to. Correct. And you feel like it still has magical power. So whatever that means. (laughs) Briar's just like reading through the book and looks at the rest of the group. I don't think this is the end of this. I think this is going to come back around. Can you read like the rest of the book? Like is right. Like, are there like empty pages that are just kind of filling in? Correct. There isn't anything that would speak of a future of Briar, but it is filling as you're going through. Even as you and Faze have this conversation, those words are being scribed into the book. Oh my god. Uh, time and Briar. Uh, I will need both of you to roll stress checks. Yeah, that makes sense. Why? Could I very lightly, and I will preface this with Briar, please don't freak out. Lightly stab Briar. <laughs> I want to read it in the book as it happens. Oh my God. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't want you to stab Just lightly. Me. Um, I'll fix it afterwards. <laughs> oh, how about, what if you wipe some of the blood off of me instead? Lightly. And Briar puts her little face out. Try saying lightly again, but really attack the L this time. See if it changes the answer. Lightly. <laughs> Come on, Briar. Briar. Think something. See if it's written in italics. Just a touch of stab. <laughs> Kiss of knife. I, Briar thinks, I smell terrible. <laughs> While they are thinking, can I give him a quick poke in the finger? <laughs> With a quill, like a writing quill or something. Oh my god. Uh, unless Jennifer wants to oppose that role, you make that happen. If you want to beat me, that would also be fun to read happen in the story. Briar punched face. I think Briar just be like. I think Briar's just so like dazed right now with everything. They're just like, yeah, yeah, sure, sure, okay, fine. Here's my finger. You can poke it, and then they'll give it a kiss afterwards. <laughs> uh, Fred, I got an, right now. an eight for my stress check. You lose one point of stress. Oh boy, and it's good when you get to five, right? Yes, it is. Frankly, I was tr- hoping you'd forget about the stress roll because I rolled really <laughs> bad. Um, I rolled a five. <laughs> you take one point of stress and go down to six. Time, I'm so sorry, mate. Please, let me let me make it better. Here, give me a hug. I'm... What? Give him a hug. <laughs> Why? Come on, mate. You'll feel better. No, get away from me. I can't trust any of you. Oh, come on. I want to make it better. Everything you do has weird drug mushrooms. I'll give you one bean if you give him a hug. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you have the bean. <laughs> give me all the beans if I hug him. Okay, uh, that's not my. He's, that's those are pegwings. You should be quiet. This is not between me and you. I'll give you all the beans I got in this bag, and I have a little bag. You're trying to trick me. I wasn't born yesterday. Just because the bag says bushes. <laughs> <laughs> So wait, does the hug not happen? Uh, I I let Daggy hug me. All right. Wow. But I have my hand on my dagger and I take it out and I put it to his side. (laughs) 
and kill him. I cast uh, Cure Wounds on him as I hug him. Oh. 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 Okay. Um, thank, thank you, Tacky. Uh, much appreciated. 3d8 plus 3 hit points. Oh, that's a lot. You go ahead and roll it, my man. I'm bad at rolling. No, do good this time, though. Uh, 20. Dude. Nice. Oh. So as the two of you hug... Time, you feel a very odd sensation. Uh huh. Um, typically, when two people hug, you feel all of one person's body touching another's body. And you do feel that. But then there's a light poking and prodding on your midsection. Oh, dang, he has a boner. <laughs> <laughs> and at which point, Daggy looks at you straight in the eye and coughs blood all over your face. Oh, shit. <laughs> what? Wear a mask. He starts to back up, and you all look at Daggy as he's trickling blood down his face. But in his midsection, you could clearly see that his stomach has been engorged, and there is something pressing against the inside of his stomach, poking out. And that is where we're going to call it. Oh, he <laughs> ate a shark bean! He ate a bean! Uh, How much of the bean did you mean? Was that only half or was it full? <laughs> Gonna grab Daggy like a goddamn dog and put my finger in there. Your mouth. Drop it! <laughs> wow! Oh, my Holy God. shit! My poor guts. Poor Daggy. Do a little throat stroke thing. This will get him to swallow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you want it to go down? How dare you, Fred? Wow. Oh, um, God. So many things just happened. Wow. I can't even keep it all straight. Wow, man. Shit's <laughs> getting real down here. Did Daggy have a boner, though? Like, that wasn't addressed fully. Yeah. No, he had a boner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean, you just assume at all times. I wouldn't hold that back from my homie. Uh, the other thing that we never hold back is giving away a beautiful set of Die Hard oh, yeah. dice. Dice time. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, every single week at twitch.tv slash geekly inc um, we give away a set of diehard dice and when we, when we say set it's like a $50 code right yeah so they're like you get like nice yeah if you, you, you can really treat yourself yeah if there's a sale or if there's bad ones that like are all fours or something like that <laughs> if they put it up on an oopsie sale you get a thousand dice if you think about it so uh, if you're in the chat right now it's hashtag dinner and if you're listening to this in the future or even the chat now, you can head over to dieharddice.com and enter the offer code DRAGONS. Yeah. With an exclamation. With the exclamation mark. Uh, until the end of uh, 2021, and it'll be something else in 2022. Go to the Instagram, Greatest Adventurers on Instagram, which will always have the correct information. So you too can save 15% at dieharddice.com. And we get a little kissy of that. Of that so... We're scratching each other's backs. And everyone likes a back-scratching train. So true. Oh, that's so true. And Shelwyn33. Congratulations to Shelwyn33. Congratulations. You get the beautiful die, hard dice. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. If you want to get in touch with us, we're on Twitter. or at Geekly Inc. or at D&D Podcast. We're also on Instagram at Grease Adventurers. I'm a thrifty nerd. I'm at Tim Lanning on uh, many things. And also I, I uh, DM a stream on Thursdays at 2 p.m. called The Darkest Days of Dale, 
where we play through Rhyme of the Frost Maiden. And if you're listening to this in the future, we are probably playing something during 2 p.m. on twitch.tv slash geekleague. Check it out. I'm also on a Naruto podcast called Naruto Revuto. You can find me on Twitter at Jennifer Cheek. You can find me at Nika underscore Howard. I'm at the Mike Bachman. And you can find me at I Think I'm Fred. And if you want more horrific eldritch uh, fantasy, come join me on twitch.tv slash geeklink on Sundays with Cthulhu and friends. Do it. All right. Well, uh, until next week, then, keep it dicey. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.